Every day you wake up to something new Whether that be a challenge or a new opportunity And let me tell you, that's a great thing Now you gon' have some battles You'll get your wins and you'll have your losses But no matter the outcome, there's always light at the end of the tunnel Alright, let's go Grinding every day cause I gotta get it Wake up from my dream cause I'm trying to live it Make my own lane, don't care if I fit in If I want something I do it, no I'm never quitting now Honor my path, reaching my goals no matter how Bring on the wrath, promise ain't nothing gon' knock me down Tell me can you feel the vibe yet? This the encouraged mindset Welcome to Encourage Mindset. I am your host, Ethan Vandehei, and today I'll be chatting with Patrick Vensky. He's a former NFL pro with the Jacksonville Jaguars, but he too has battled some adversities he is going to be sharing. So let's welcome Patrick. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate you so much. Yeah, I was born and raised in Germany and came to the States on a high school exchange program. And I went to a small Mormon high school in Blackfoot, Idaho, population 2000. And here's a big German giant, a ponytail, black t-shirt. I'm like, I'm here to save your high school. So you could tell ego was out of control. And um, they're like, who's this guy? But that was a really good experience for me. I became part of the family and then went back to Germany to serve in the military, which at the time was mandatory. So at 18 months of military service, came back to play for the beautiful University of Idaho and became a free agent with the Jacksonville Jaguars under Coach Coughlin. So I'm coming from being yelled at the military straight to getting yelled at in the NFL. Be on time, shut up, do your job. I'm like, yes, sir, I can do that. And then by making the active roster, I become the first German citizen to make the NFL. So that was pretty cool. And I played by the rules, Ethan. I married my college sweetheart. I drove a used car. I did all the little books and I did all the tricks. I, I applied all my knowledge and I made millions in real estate. So I had 25 houses in Jacksonville. I was building luxury custom homes, like 6,000 square feet homes. But yeah, we talked about the ego. The ego was getting more and more out of control. And then something happened to my ego in 2008, 2009. We had the real estate crash and I lost everything. I went from driving a Rolls Royce to footsteps within three years, had to file for bankruptcy. And then in the ensuing years, I started drinking very heavily to a point where I went to a uh, rehab, a detox in Jacksonville, paid for by the NFL. And now I'm almost two years sober and I live in Las Vegas in a rehab facility, helping patients in recovery and giving speeches to schools, to high schools. And that's the reason I love your podcast so much, because that's what I do every day of, of my life. No means no. Don't drink and drive. How one bad decision can change your whole life. And I'm really excited to announce I'm going to be on the road. It's called My Little Big Man in a Van podcast. I'm going to be traveling the United States, going to NFL teams and asking the question that you ask me right now. In the meantime, I'm trying to hit as many high schools and colleges as possible to warn them of the dangers of addiction. So that was like a, a brief snapshot of my last 25 years. Yeah, and it seems like you've really figured out who you are right now, and that's awesome for you, and I'm proud of you for doing that. Taking time to reflect on your decisions, it seems like you've been doing that. So I'm very proud and happy for you and happy to see where you are now and obviously uh, learn from you too. So. Why don't you tell me right now, the first big question I always like to ask is, are you happy right now? Yes. The first thing I teach is uh, mastery of the moment. 
In this moment, I have a coffee. I have a Diet Coke. I'm talking to a young man right now. We change in knowledge. I am currently content. Happiness may be a different state. Happiness is something you always strive for. I just see contentment because I have shelter. I'm safe. My little belly is full. And I love talking about this stuff. So currently, I'm content being with you in that moment. We want to live in the moment because I think a lot of people, either they dwell on the past or they're really too futuristic where they're like, I, I see this for myself. I'm going to chase it. I'm going to do what I can to get that. That's all good. But you have to remember to be more focused on the present. So what do you do to really focus on the present? One thing I learned from Eckhart Tolle, who is the great author, of course, of The Power of Now, I'm taking a deep breath. I'm really listening to you as opposed to formulating my answer in my little brain. So most people just wait for you to shut up so then I can speak. And then you wait for me to shut up. So I take a deep breath. And you mentioned something very interesting. And we use it in the rooms, in the uh, AA program, in our different rehab programs. One leg in the past, one leg in the present. You're peeing, uh, one leg in the past, one leg in the future. You're peeing all over the present, right? Because you're never fully there. So I do a lot of like mindfulness exercises and trying to constantly bring me back to the present moment. Because if we always like, as a former heavy drinker or current alcoholic in recovery, I have so many regrets, Ethan. But then I, I need to get the Rolls Royce back. I need to get the Rolex back. I need to get the private jet. And then I'm never really here. So I'm just constantly reminding myself it is okay to be okay just to be present in the moment. It's mindfulness exercise that it takes a long time for me at least to master. But right now I'm just content with what I have because we're constantly future chasing. And I tried that, Ethan. I had a 4,000 square foot house, wasn't happy. I tried to compensate for not making the Pro Bowl in the NFL. So I got a 5,000 square foot house. I'm building a 6,000 square foot house and I have plans for an 11,000 square foot house. But chasing that, that kind of lifestyle that we see on TV will always keep you unsatisfied because the second you have it, our little mind wants more and more and the ego grows. By just saying, you know what, today is a safe day. We're not in the Ukraine. We're not getting shelled. We are having thousands of dollars of equipment in front of us. We are thousands of miles away and yet we have a meaningful conversation. That makes me very happy. I constantly bring myself to the present moment. It sounds very easy, but it takes people. You don't have to move to a monastery for 20 years. You can master the moment right now. But then the second you think, man, Ethan, I can do this for the rest of my life. You're in the future. So I'm just trying to be mindful of the moment and really enjoying uh, talking to, to a young man like you. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some of the things that are traits or characteristics that you learned from everything in your life, what are some big, like best pieces of ad advice that you could bring to other people? Are we talking live football recovery? Let's start with football because it's pretty easy. If there's some young men and women out there who want to compete uh, on a high level, it is pretty much outwork, outplay, outlast. You have to outwork anybody else on planet earth. You have to really step on the field because a lot of people are great on the practice field but they get a little nervous when the lights are on and you have to outlast meaning recovery and taking care of your body a lot of young guys in the old days we used to drink all night and then get a lift in the morning now i'm 47 if i would drink all night i'd be puking all night and then i couldn't do anything for two weeks in life my biggest one key takeaway because i, I compressed versions i like the one life hack from like thousands of books and years of misery. It's from the Stoics. Event plus response equals outcome. 
we can never influence the event. It's mostly in the past, right? We've been raped, traumatized. I went bankrupt. I lost everything. But we have total control over our response to change the outcome. So a lot of the Tony Robbins, Jack Canfield, all the young motivational guys use it, but it's really 2,500 years old that an event itself is neutral. Only what we make out of the event gives it meaning. So I lost all my money and I just thought, man, I'm bankrupt. I'm a nobody because my ego is crushed right now. My response was very poor to that event. So I still kept drinking, worked 20 hours a day, tried to make that money back. I did so many things to get that old lifestyle back that ended up in a rehab that was a very poor outcome. Now I'm applying the mindfulness, not drinking, just being aware of the moment. So I'm down 80 pounds and I'm like really happy just to talk to you right now. We don't have any control over the event, only over our response from that event to change the future outcome. Because the event always happened in the past, right? Somebody uh, stole your car yesterday, Ethan. You can get really upset today, get really drunk and then crash your friend's car and blame the other person for taking your car. Or you say, you know what, I just got to make an insurance claim and you may probably end up with a better car. So we take the control back from the event to my response. That's me, Patrick, responding better. And that's complete freedom. And again, those things sound like so simplistic, but it takes thousands of years of knowledge passed on by generations. We can't control the event, only our response to the event. Yeah, I like that point. And another question I really just want to follow back up to you with is, if you could offer only one piece of advice, beginning, changing habits, starting fresh, what would that be? It comes again from the recovery rooms, people, places, and things. We have to change one thing. That's everything. So you have to change your own personal frequency by changing the people you hang around with. You're the average of the five people you hang around. This is the old school Tony Robbins things. So if I hang out with five people who smoke cigarettes, the chance that I will be smoking cigarettes are very high. If I hang around like in Jacksonville Beach, I was living with my man. He gave me a condo in one of those big condo units and I constantly was listening to him negotiating deals. So my internal temperature, my frequency got raised. Phil Garfinkel, he sold his company to Kodak for 300 million and his mind is different. He's constantly in a problem-solving mind. He's at the beach, still talking to people in Tokyo, fixing stuff. I'm at the beach getting drunk. So I really, being exposed to that kind of people really changed my frequency. And what I also like to say, your habits, right? You, you Earlier you asked me about getting up early. I'm a big uh, Joko Willick, a Navy SEAL, David Gorbans, all the guys that we listen to all the time. But don't only listen to a podcast and say, tomorrow I'm going to really get up early. I'm going to do it. Just do it. You don't become disciplined. You are disciplined. So every day I get up before 4.30, period. I make my bed. I'm taking an ice cold shower. I'm changing my habits. I, change, I have to change the people I hang out with. Because in the old days, people were okay with Patrick being 400 pounds, getting drunk every day, and they're enabling me, right? Because I still was making money for them in real estate, and they're like, ah, oh, the big guy is okay. The big guy wasn't okay. So I constantly seek people out who actually enrich my life, who make me a better person, who challenge me. And then places. Sometimes a geographical move from A to B could be interesting, but always remember, wherever you go, Ethan, there you are. So if I have bad habits and bad customs and I like to watch porn all night and drink all night, you can send me to the Bahamas or to Hawaii, pay for everything. If my bad habits follow me to the new location, you're still screwed. So it's a very long answer to a short question. 
but you need to change some of the frequencies. I follow Ed Milet. He's another big motivational speaker. He's huge uh, on YouTube. He's like, everybody has a thermostat, Ethan. And I'm comfortable with 70 degree, but you're burning. You're a young guy. You, you got it going on. You got the podcast going. You're burning 100 degrees. If I hang out more with you, my thermostat will be raised. And I will do more podcasting, more broadcasting, and more talking to people as opposed to being here in my retirement home and just drinking a Diet Coke every day. You have to raise your frequency and change your temperature to become more uncomfortable to change yourself. I love that. I don't know what you want to call that metaphor or example or whatever it is. Yeah, but I, I think, yeah and I give, I give credit to Ed Milet because he hates it when people quote him. Because yeah. all these motivational guys, they read like one book from the Stoics or, and then they make it their own. The, the end plus response equals outcome. It's been around for 2,500 years. But yeah, so I like the analogy of raising my thermostat. Mm -hmm. And it really changes uh, a lot when you, once I was sitting in that Rolls Royce, I was like uncomfortable because I didn't feel I belong in there. I wasn't good enough to be there. So people know, it's not the Rolls Royce as much about like Patrick adhering to higher standards. Like even with the Jaguars, I'm like, man, Tony Boselli, some of the great Hall of Famers. I had to change my habits because in college, I went out early, 15 minutes. That was enough to outwork everybody in college. Kids did. It's a three-year practice. Patrick's out there, pass setting, 15 minutes early. I come to the NFL, everybody else out there, 30 minutes. So my temperature got changed. How do I outwork people who are already elite? I have to go raise my level. And sometimes we become too complacent a little bit, especially if you, if your parents have money and they pay for your college and you, you don't have to work, you don't really have to go to class and just call that girl, maybe check Instagram. And then the day is over, man, I did something. I have been on Instagram all day. So you have to become a little uncomfortable to change your temperature. Yeah, I, I agree. I think a lot of people, well, just cause I've also been at universities too. So I've had that experience. I understand. The only way you can outwork the, these people around you is by clocking in extra hours. Because like you said, a lot of individuals, they put in that time frame that's required and they're like, okay, I'm done for today. So I like that where you're like pushing and pushing the narrative to strive for more. So that's awesome to hear. And then on the days you decompress completely. Too many times we allow our mind to still go on Instagram and get stressed out again. So I teach my athletes on the day you're off, be completely off. Just walk in nature, go to a forest, take your shoes off, do some grounding exercise, do some meditation, some breathing, but be with yourself without that cell phone. Always on, uh-huh, Ethan, uh-huh, 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 I got you, bro, I got you, bro. No, I didn't get you, bro, because I'm split between giving attention to you and my cell phone. Yeah, I, if you want to elaborate on that more, because especially with this generation and probably future to come. I think distractions are huge. So how do you overcome with all these distractions around the world? Single task focus is the biggest thing that we have to work on. And it's the biggest luxury we don't have anymore. Our generation is the most informed, but we have the least amount of wisdom. We have all the knowledge. My, my cell phone knows more than any emperor in the world, but my mind is like, Frick, I want to follow Tony Robbins, but there's this little cool Instagram. And I follow this model on Instagram who lost 50 pounds. Then I want to buy a Ferrari. Next thing you know, I haven't done anything all day, Ethan, and just been on Instagram. So I, again, like I have a lot of things I teach, but mastering the moment, mastering your protocols. If I give myself like two bookends to the day, right? In the morning, I meditate, I pray, I do a gratitude list. I pretty much apply all the things 
that people say are good. And at night I allow myself like, okay, we got 45 minutes. What's social media? What's Facebook like? Instagram, Snapchat. And then I turn off again and finish my day again with another bookend with prayer, medication, uh, med meditation and silence. If I don't have those two bookends, I wake up. What we do? We have this phone on us all the time. It sleeps next to us. And then we scroll and all we do. And those systems are set up to overwhelm our brain. Do you know why all these notifications are red? Because red is a uh, color for danger. In humans, it's always, hey, Ethan, it's super important to know that you're not going to be eaten by a tiger in that bush next door of your house. The latest Snapchat update of somebody else uh, bringing out the new bikini collection is not very important. But they design those. And I, I, I don't know, my friends are app designers. They design those things to always beep, bing, to always take away from the important and the urgent always overrides us. We have to stick to the important. What's the strategy? What's the tactical implementation? And I give myself 45 days at night just to, oh, look, there's still a war, inflation. And there's always the same craziness. And I learned that in rehab, actually. They took my phone away for 45 days. And Ethan, I'm a real estate guy. If I'm off my phone for four or five minutes, I would be very nervous. At night, I would use the restroom and email my lawyer. I would close deals in the restroom in the middle of the night. I was so addicted to the cell phone. You have to break away from that addiction. And they took away my cell phone for 45 days and nothing changed. I'm like, I was surprised the world was still spinning because I was so important to everybody that I always responded and nobody gave a damn. Like, hey, Patrick is not here. Oh. And so I think for us young generation, really do a single test in the morning, write down two or three things. Don't make a list because a list, you can do like 20 or 30 points and you get overwhelmed, right? Do two or three things that are your main hits. If I only do two or three things today and I go to bed tonight and that's accomplished, I'm a happy guy. That's what you do. Single task of focus is, is super hard to do nowadays. Patrick, is there anything else you'd like to share on Encourage Mindset today to just create our audience something to really think about after hearing you talk today? Just enjoy the very moment that you have. Don't always live in the future. Don't always think, well, I should have done this better. Just do it one rep, one day, one moment at a time. Because it goes by so very fast, especially young people. They think they have another 20 or 30 years. I almost died in December. It just happened like overnight. So enjoy every moment and just take some time for yourself. It's okay to be bored. Train your mind to be with yourself. Of course, for us young, for you young guys, that's a scary proposition. Because we, we're used to that instant input. I know people who watch an NFL game, they bet on the games and they have updates on their fantasy football team on their cell phone. Just my advice for people listening right now, enjoy the very moment and take some time off to be with nature and be bored. And it's okay to be okay. Perfect. Once again, Patrick, thank you for being on Encourage Mindset and sharing your story with other people. I really appreciate that. I hope the best for you in the future. And let's continue to connect. Okay. Thank you so much. It was my honor. I appreciate you guys so much. And yeah, let's stay in touch. That was very cool. Grinding every day until your dreams coming true. Yeah, grinding every day until your dreams coming true. Yeah, grinding every day until your dreams coming true. Wanna make it happen? Well, it all starts with you. Start with flipping the mentality, making visions reality. Screw all the practicality, wasn't meant for normality. Time to unlike the beast, so bring out all of your savagery. All in every day, how it has to be.